0: What do you think when I say these words, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, Dawn of the Dead, and RoboCop?
1: I'm thinking, is it an apocalypse or was it COVID-2020 that hit the, the whole entire world? I
0: think security guard. Hear me out.
1: Hear me out. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that.
0: RoboCop. He was a cop, mm-hmm. but he was kind of security.
1: Security for these streets. Okay. Whether he right.
0: robot. Okay. Paul Blart. He was on that segue. He yeah. was making things happen.
1: He was. And funny. Exactly.
0: And then Dawn of the Dead, they were in that mall, like a
1: third of the movie. Yeah, you see, that's why you threw me off because now I'm thinking post apocalyptic United States. Oh, okay. Well, maybe okay. I shouldn't have said that one. But, uh, but okay. they were in the mall. They so were. I was thinking about that. You're right. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. So listen in, guys, because this episode, we go into details about what it is to do security. Mm hmm. And to have somebody just guard your body. And so, tune in. Guard your body. No? Yes, guard your body. <laughs> it's from the movie Bruce Leroy, okay? You it's a whole a
0: way to bring in I did. Kevin Costner and
1: the bodyguard. I know exactly. Well, what you're there's doing. Kevin Costner and the bodyguard, but there's also Bruce Leroy. So, um, listen in, guys.
0: Hey, everybody. So, we are here with our last episode. And they say, last but not least, and I think that that counts in this situation. So we have been looking at the criminal justice field. We've talked to the judge. We've been to jail with the CEO. We've talked to the lawyer in the courtroom. And now we're talking about a different aspect of justice system, still under the umbrella of securities. And there are different types of, when we say security guard, there's different types. All kinds of places need security and need protection for different reasons. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And we have Michael with us who is going to explain to us just about the realm, the different types of job possibilities for them and um, his experiences, maybe share a story or two. So hello. Welcome for joining us. Hi, how are you? Hello. Hello. So we always like to kick everything off with our first initial question. We always like to go back in time and find out what you were like when you were in high school. Even though sometimes people take us back even further, but that's okay. But did you <laughs> did you always know that coming out of high school and getting ready to go into the real world, what you wanted to do and that you wanted to go into this
2: Round. Well, to be honest, uh, I know I wanted to do something in law, so it it, it, it had to do with something of public service. I wanted to be an attorney, to be honest. And yeah, after doing the research and noticing that I'd have to be in school for another 11 years, I was like, yeah, that's not for me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, yeah, that wasn't for me. I was like, okay, you know what? This is not going to work. So yeah.
1: Understandable.
2: So I decided, I said, okay, you know, I said, okay, you know what? So then from there, I started doing security at the open like a highly a free market. And then from there, I was like, all right, well, you know what? Let me just go ahead and kind of dig deeper into it. So I, I dug deeper into it and I got certified um, as a security officer. And then from there, it just went on. I was like, okay, so I've been doing this now for about about mm, 15 years, 15, 16 years now. So I have grew to know it, learn it, love it. I think it would
0: so tell us about how did you get the first initial job and, and where were you looking for it? Was it something that just came across your path or did someone recommend the job to you and you looked into it?
1: Right, because you're young and you're ready to do something different. You thought yeah. all was the way and then now you're trying something completely different. So describe that process for us as you being just someone who's young and then now
2: you you kind of chose this path. Mm-hmm. So so like I said, you know, I started off at the flea market and of course everybody knows Oklahoma highly flea market. You know, this is this this is a starter point for everybody, right? So I worked in the office, I was one of the managers and you know, from there it was like, Okay, well I started overseeing security. So it's like all right, well, you know, we start overseeing security department and, and other different departments. So then I was like, All right, this is something I can kind of do And after leaving secu- after leaving the flea market, of course I got married, and you know, I had kids then I was doing construction and then from there the session took a hit I went back into the security field so then going back into the security field I went ahead and and took the course and everything and then I started working with one company then you know that didn't work out and then I went to the company that I'm with now of course you know they say first impression makes a lasting impression right so Mm -hmm. I went in there with a suit and tie and the guy was like you know what you're hired on the spot. He said, I don't care, even if he didn't know what you were doing, but the fact that you came in with a suit and a tie mm, says that, that you want a job. Wow. Well,
1: you know what? And that's very so important. That I want to comment on Rachel from mm-hmm. what Kelly just shared with us. So so point number one mm-hmm. is, and we tell the youth this all the time, and not just the youth, right? Just anyone. if you're, you, you need to dress for the position that you want, mm-hmm. right? So you're coming in and you're coming off and you're like, hey, I really want this job and I take your time. Uh, seriously, and I know it's valuable, and I'm going to dress for the occasion. So that's number one that you did. That's commendable, right? And not at a young age.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, number two, for those of us who don't know what security is exactly, tell us. Because I'm thinking of the movie Mall Cop. I'm thinking all sorts of stuff, right? So, what does it <laughs> mean when someone is doing security?
0: Yeah, because I'm thinking of Segway. All right.
2: So, okay, so let me let me break it down to you. So now, people cheer me as, oh my God, you know, your flashlight pop, right? Technically, there's two layers of it, the, well, there's several layers of security. Hmm. You have the unarmed security, and then you have the armed security, and, of course, you have the ones that do, like, the personal bodyguarding and that does the executive-type security. Hmm. So, okay, security. You're, un, you're unarmed. It's just basically you're there to deter, report, and just kind of scare them away. That's all, basically, you're doing. Hmm. But, of course, you have people that, that kind of get it confused, and because they have a confused weapon permit, that means you can carry while you're on duty duty Your concealed weapon permit license automatically is null and void. It doesn't mean anything. The minute you go on duty, because you are an unarmed security. Now, if you have a G license, that you're armed security. Yes, it's it, the rules are just a little bit different, but understanding that when you're on duty, that's when your license actually works for an armed security, because that's considered to be a G license and you're armed. So yes, you are armed while you're on duty. Now, the minute you go on duty. The because, oh, while well, I have a G license. I'm still considered, no. The minute you go off duty, a man or a woman, you are a regular civilian. So at that mm-hmm. point, yes, if you have a concealed weapon permit, yes, you can protect yourself. the right to bear arm at any moment. But the minute you are on duty, which I think a lot of people get confused, and they, they get that it's a fine line that, oh, because I carry, because I I, can, I have a, a concealed weapon permit, that means that that license is valid 24-7. No. That license was only valid when you are a regular civilian. If you are on duty, it is null and void. It means nothing.
0: Thank you for pointing that out. Because I, I knew, I think at a high level, that there were different levels. But I didn't realize that that piece, that you specifically can come and get a position in security and it be armed or not armed. But whether you could or not, as a civilian, that still plays a role in your job. Hmm. Okay. So when you first started out, it was unarmed security. I've been
2: doing unarmed security for the past sixteen years now, okay. 16, 17 years. Honestly, I don't need to be armed because you know what—you're putting your, you're, you're, you're going to go do all this for a dollar or two dollars more, depending on your hourly rate. Mm. And it really means nothing, honestly. I, I can assure you, it really means nothing. I mean, all it basically means because again, the risk is greater because now you're basically putting yourself at harm or in danger okay, you have a gun, but understanding that, yes, I am armed, but you have to know when and where to use your gun. Okay. It's just like, for instance, you go to you go to certain nightclubs, yeah, they have an armed security outside. Mm-hmm. The person that really doesn't know what they're doing, I consider, I call them a flashlight cop, or I call them a baby cop, or mm-hmm. mom cop, because at the end of the day, some of them don't really know what they're doing. They're just, okay, you know what, it's the adrenaline, it's the thrill, it's the hype, yeah, I'm packing. Yeah, I got a gun, that means, oh my God, you know, I can pull one. out and shoot. No, 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 no. you're pulling it out for what? Was your life in danger? You're, if a person was in your face and they have left your face, they have left your personal space, your life is no longer in danger. At that point, that person is long no longer a threat for you. So therefore, there's no reason for you to still have your weapon drawn out in your hand.
0: And that's a good point to make with that. So with the realm of being a security guard and with the realm of I would imagine the different industries that you can work in. Cause like the first thing that comes to mind is when you're talking about like a bank security guard that like goes to the banks and mm-hmm. uh, pick up the bags and drop them off and things like that. What are all the industries or some of the main industries that you know of that someone could go into the, the industry of security and look for a position?
2: You can look for, you can go into that industry or, or apply to any company. And you know, it's just a matter of, Certain companies request, you've been doing that position for a certain amount of time, so you have that experience. Because a person that's just coming out of the security school or a person that's just coming out of um, getting their G license, sometimes you know companies are real scared to go ahead and try to hire you because at that point, you're technically still green to it. You know, you're mm-hmm. not, there's no experience. What experience do you have dealing with, you know, a situation or, or escalating a situation with a weapon? Because a lot of people, again, like I said, people, te- people tend to, to take it where, okay, well, I, I can carry a gun. Yes, that, that's just going to be a drill in for them, not thinking of what can happen. And you have a lot of people, yeah, they go in and do the security um, mm-hmm. aspect of it, of being armed, and they know nothing of what does it mean to actually be an armed carrier.
1: At PGD, you're not just a listener, you're family. Is there a career you'd like us to explore or a success story you'd love to share and have us highlight on one of our episodes? Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at pgdfam at gmail.com. That's pgdfam at gmail.com. Subscribe to our show so you can get notified when new episodes drop. Help increase our reach with a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. And I mean, I mean, carrying a firearm, right, you're talking about that's a huge responsibility. And and can you share with us a little bit about any sort of training that you yourself look for when, let's say, if you have to hire someone, right, or have someone on your team? Or when you're thinking about partnering up with someone, what sort of experience or training are you looking for in that person that makes you feel some sort of level of comfort knowing like this person's going to do the job well?
2: First thing first is, of course, um, as any job you go to, you know, the first thing I ask them is, okay, you give me a resume, great, whoop do you do. but for me it's like, okay, the resume means nothing because you get a copy cut and paste it right off online, I need you to tell me
1: mention of a G
2: license so what is that mm-hmm a G license is what actually allows you to be armed while you are doing mm. so a lot of companies tend to not go that route because of the liability and the insurance carrier is ridiculous okay so that's the reason why if you get on with a G license a lot of companies they they screen you they do ask you a lot of questions they make sure that you know you're psychologically there. They'll, some of them are send you for a psychological evaluation, and even going through the process of getting your G license, you have to go to the range. You have to pass the psych, the psych intent, All right, mm-hmm. then you have to pass the the, um, the target practice. So there's process to it before actually handing you a certification saying, "Hey, you took all the courses, you have met all the requirements, and that now you can actually obtain a G license uh, for the carry while on, while under." On, while on. Mm-hmm.
0: And what about if it's not a G license and you're just going, because you also mentioned the certification just in the realm of Uh security guard. What are some of the things that you learn in that certification? What is it that they're exactly teaching you or covering?
2: So basically what they're teaching you is when you take the course, Is basically here is what they're teaching you. They're teaching you, for one, how to write a report. Hmm. Two, as a security officer, you're just coming into the field, not really knowing what you're getting yourself into, what to look for. You know, as far as, if you're in, and if you're in a location, you know, look for exits, look for suspicious things, look for things that look abnormal. So they teach you that. They teach you the report writing skills. They, they let you know. Furthermore, and I, they stress that out in the video and in the course that you are not a police officer. Mm-hmm. So don't think you're going to chase the person down and 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 try to jump on them and stomp on them. No, you are just a regular security officer. Your job again is to to report, to deter. And if this, if the situation escalates to a certain extent that you cannot deal with it,
0: then you call nine one one. Okay. And what would you what would you say would be your advice to someone that's interested in becoming a security guard? To like you coming out of school, I want to go in. I want to uh, start working, start this profession. What would be your advice to them?
2: Go in there humble. Go in there wanting to learn, and not go in there thinking, okay. You're going to go there and huff and puff and beat your chest and think you're Superman. Yeah. Mm
1: Because again,
2: you have a lot of people that come in thinking that, you know, oh, you know, they come there big headed and trying to say, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing and I got this. And you send them to the fight and they one or they two they take. You know, it's like okay, but I thought you said you got this. Mm -hmm. You know, so again, going there humble, going there willing to learn, and going in there willing to want to grow. That those are my three things that I can say. Because without that, you can't be successful at what
0: you do. Now, would you also recommend, because let's also say flip side of the coin, I'm interested in law like you were, or I'm interested in being a police officer or law enforcement or something like that. Would you say that this might be a good stepping stone for someone that just wants to initially come in and understand security and, and, um, you know, what the rules of engagement are?
1: Yeah. So now, can you share with us the time that a situation just got, it escalated very quickly? At one moment, you thought it was handled, and next thing you know, we're now having to get the cops involved, and law enforcement is just all over the place now. Can you share with us the time where an incident like that occurred?
0: Give us all the dates.
2: Well, we've had that. (laughs) With with no names. um, And that's the whole thing, because of, of the nature of people that were involved, we were, we signed a, um, a non-disclosure that we cannot discuss, because um, we had, so we had, where we had celebrities were involved, and it, it escalated real fast, where to the point that I literally had to show my face on sites, where for me to de-escalate the situation and, and kind of calm the whole situation up. Wow. Um, we, we've, had, we've had where, you know, celebrities, right? We've had where domestic violence has taken place we've had where stalking has taken place we've had i've had numerous encounters where i had to deal with certain situations where you're like wow really i mean i would never expect that from this particular person yeah yeah and wow. we, you know, we've had where we had where police officers had to come on like and deal with the situation yeah mm-hmm. so,
1: I mean, in this day and age, it's not a surprise, but it's just always interesting when you find out about it. And then because of what your work is, you're like, oh, my God, this is so juicy. I wish I could tell someone, but you can't, you know. Right. So, Kelly, I have this question for you now. I mean, that's extremely interesting, right? Because we're always, you know, people are glued to their TVs and phones and social media, always wanting to know what's going on, right, in the latest update. Mm -hmm. Now, is there a memorable incident that you'll just, you know... It's one of those that's like on your top three things that you always always and You can go as far back as when you first started into this, this film. Uh, I can't really say, to be
2: honest. <laughs> I really do, you know, I'm, again, you know, I, I can't really, I mean, the only thing I can say is it, it was fun when I met Big Show from, you know, WWE, it was, it was amazing, you know, it's one of those. That's fine. <laughs> you know, I, again, I, I've met a lot of celebrities. I've met superstars. I've met Michelle Mateli, I've met Will Smith. I've met the Kardashians. I've met a lot, a lot of people. So. It's, you know, I can't really say memorable moments that I can really remember.
1: So <laughs> then, uh, I'll share with you, we know that at one point you were working for someone, right? And yeah. then in a few years you decided to also kind of just do it for yourself. Can you talk about why you made that decision and what does that look like? Well, you know, we
2: all have this where you know you want to venture out on your own you want to see what you can do on your own um you know you always want to venture out and try different things um so it was one of those where i was like okay, well, j-love i've been doing this so long so why not you know why not if it works it works if it don't it
0: don't do you or a loved one currently find yourself in a legal bind where you need a bail bond notary or warrant search assistance Well, consider Bailout Bail Bonds as your solution, offering flexible payment options. Located in Richland County, South Carolina, they can assist both in and out of state. Check out their website by going to bailoutbailbonds.agency or give them a call. They're available 24-7 at 803-333-9669. Again, 803-333-9669. Tell them PGD sent you.
1: How, how do you get contracts? Because being just a small business owner, right, how do you make sure that you find the work or get the contracts so people hire your business?
2: Mm-hmm. That right there. So that itself is a lot of work. You know, again, you know, being a new company, you know, you're trying to make a name for yourself and trying to establish the business. So, you know, of course, you got to go through the whole interview process and the person has to really be willing to gamble on you. And luckily for me, you know, we've had where – but clients have really been wanting to gamble. So they've gambled. So that's how you make a name for yourself. You know, you go, you, you know, you walk the, the facility or the, the location, mm-hmm. you know, you do the, site asses- do the site assessment. And once you're done doing the site assessment, um, then you go ahead and kind of give them a, a proposal and you tell them, okay, well, this is where I believe you would need security. And this is where I believe, you know, if you do this, this would actually change things around and give you a better perspective and a better um, a better protection of your site. But again, of course, you know, you you get some companies or you get some uh, some sites where they're like, yeah, they try to cut corners because at the end of the day, it's the bottom dollar. So you try to protect them as much as possible. But because of of finances, you know, they they try to cut corners. So you try to meet them halfway.
1: Now, is there any type of security detail
2: you're just you won't do? You're not comfortable doing it or you just you won't do it? Yeah, I I won't do it. Let me tell you, for, for one, I've made it clear with my brother um he's my business partner and his wife as well made it clear we will not do my life oh
1: wow really
0: well you know what especially being down here in south florida and seeing some of the things that happen during you know spring break is always the the big one i don't blame you with that because even the police have a hard time dealing with it when it happens yeah yeah we
2: refuse to do my life i will not deal with it i won't I will touch it with a six-foot pole stick. No. Wow.
1: Wow. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Another question for you. Have you ever had to go to court because of a situation, whether it was someone that you were defending or representing or anything, or you just were called in to, to voice
2: an opinion on something? Oh, Have you good. ever had to attend court? No, thank God for that. I haven't. I mean, luckily, you know, we've had it where as long as your report is accurate to the mm-hmm. teeth, um, Sometimes the report just speaks for itself where it's an open, open structure.
0: And that's something I want to point out, y'all. Writing skills are important. Oh, my goodness. Reading and yeah. grammar is important. You cannot write an official document the way you send a text. And I do feel like that's a skill that's kind of a little lost because especially those of us that are on the older spectrum of millennium, we were taught specifically to write and to type and to read and sometimes that gets lost it definitely is lost today so for the parents listening that if you're thinking of something that you could be doing with your child at home other than reading with them to help better prepare them to be an adult that would be it writing and being able to communicate yep. and use proper grammar when writing
1: yep very true i just had to do that All right, public so service have one more question for you okay. um can you share with us maybe one pro and one con to this, to this field
2: mm-hmm. that you're in, um, the pro. So the pro is you, you get to you get to learn different things every day, right? So every day is something new. Every day you go to work, it's not the same thing every day. So you know, today you may go in and it may be quiet. Tomorrow you may go in and you had a fire sprinkler burst, or you had a theft, or you had a robbery, or mm. you know, you had something. You know, in and, and my in and my years of doing this, every day has been different, literally. Um, Even in my position that I am in now, you know, um, I deal with 115 different employees. Um, I I get 115 different excuses every day of why I can't go to work.
1: I was that employee.
2: Yeah. And and, and I've I've always told them this, you know, I've been on that side of the table where you know, I went through the ranking of being a regular officer and being a supervisor and being a director of security into the position that I'm in in the management, in the management world. So I've always told, them, listen, I mean, for me, I don't know about my other colleagues, but for me, just be honest with me, you know, because the whole thing is again, I, I try to be sympathetic about it mm-hmm. because, um, I, I was that particular person on the, on the other side where I've had issues and, I had to go to my, my supervisor, I had to go to my director and tell him, hey, you know, this is what's going on, and I, I kind of need to leave for the day. So, again, I, I always tell him, be honest with me, you know, honesty is the best policy, right? So, if you're honest with me, hey, you know what, things happen. We, You know, there's a lot of things we can't control in life, things mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, yeah. Now, the con kind of it, honestly, there's some days you feel unappreciated, right? So, you just have to... You, you have to remove your emotions out of it and just know, hey, you know what, at the end of the day, I did what I needed to do, so no harm, no foul. But, you know, there are some days, yeah, you will probably go unappreciated. Um, and people may overlook you and may think, oh, you're nothing but a, a flashlight, period. But you know what, at the end of the day, just know that God has a bigger picture or, or, or something bigger in store for you. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep on doing what you need to do. And at some level, at some point in time, you'll make it to the top, which that's what I was. You know, it was... I went through that phase of, man, I've gotten to the point, I don't really want to do this no more. I mean, even now I have my days where I'm like, man, I'm kind of over this. I want to do something else, Mm -hmm. but I I enjoy what I do. I I have the passion for it. And, you know, I love serving. I love helping others. So yes, that's what keeps me going. But again, you have that moment where you have those days where you feel, oh, man, I feel unappreciated or I just don't want to do this no more. And, or the funds are not right. You know, a lot of, there's a lot of cons to it. But, you know what? I've always said, if you do your list, your pros should always out- outweigh your cotton. Now, if your cons outweigh your pros, then you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but your pros should always, always outweigh your cotton. I mean, if you're doing security and you've been doing it for so long, you should not really have that much cons. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't have that much cons. You should have more pros than cotton. So.
0: Yeah, I like that. So, there you have it. If you're interested and possibly going into a career of law enforcement, or if you're just interested in, look, I don't want to necessarily go law enforcement because it's a little too deep, but uh-huh. I am interested in security. i want to meet new people. I want to work a job where I'm independent, where I'm always on the move, where every day is different, where I still get to learn different skills and there's still different levels to it. And it also gives you an opportunity to work in different industries because you're doing the same job, but you're doing the same job in different places, in different areas. Then I think this might be definitely the realm that you want to check out and something you want to look into. So, how could people Absolutely. reach you that maybe might have questions because they are interested and they want to dig deeper into
2: this um, field? How
0: could they reach you? Sure.
2: You can reach me out on my cell phone, 786 975 3341. Again, it's 786 975 3341. And I have no problem, you know, giving them some insights, giving them some some guidance into this because you know what, at the end of the day, somebody had to guide me to help me to to get where I'm at. So why not pour, why not pour out what was given to me? You know, it's help me help you, right? So we all want to grow in life. We all want to do something. But at the same time, that person needs to be willing to say, Hey, you know what? This person is pouring out into me. This person is investing in me. So let me be humble and accepted so I can move up. Because, you know, I always say, I want you to take my job because I want to move up and do something else. So I want you to be able to take my job and I can know, okay, somebody asked me, hey, do you have a successor? Absolutely, I have a successor because I've been grooming for
1: money. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and that's such a great attitude to have and mm-hmm. I, I tend to take that approach too when I'm mentoring and I've been fortunate to have mentors that think the same way. Have the person be able to go and, and step into your shoes because then that frees you up to go to the next level. If you're selfish enough not to think that way, then you'll always be stuck. But when you're willing to I teach know. someone else what the next level looks like, you'll be surprised by the opportunities that are open um, for yourself. So thank you Kayla, so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Yes. I know we couldn't get any juicy stories from you, but I, I know it's it's out there somewhere, right? But, yeah, so, yeah. Um,
2: yes, yes, indeed.
0: one day, one day we'll get the juice loose.
2: But one <laughs> <laughs> One day.
0: Thank you for joining us for another season of What's Next, Gen XYZ. The season is sponsored by Bailout Bail Bonds. We look forward to seeing you guys in season three as we continue our career exploration with some special guests and surprises all along the way. But in between the shows, make sure that you keep the conversation going in your household. You can do that with our series, The Adventures of Sophie and Olivia. The book is available now on Amazon. You get the ebook version. Or you can get the print and the ebook version from our website, pgd-innovations.com.
1: The link is in our show notes. In addition, we want to say congratulations to our wonderful podcast manager, Kayla, and the addition of a little bundle of joy to her family. So stay tuned for our next season.